everyone. There seems to be a little technical problem, so uh, excuse the low volume. Might have to turn it up a little bit, but uh, I'll give you a chance to turn it up, and then I'll uh, then I'll start. All right, you ready? Here we go. Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to Turkey Crossing. Welcome to Turkey Crossing, everyone. This is a podcast that's not going to focus on technology content or tips for classroom management. This is a podcast that's going to focus on getting you to connect with your kids, to get you into the minds of your kids. And each show is going to give you one, one, one single little tip that will help you establish a better relationship with your kids. This is Paul Bogish, and thank you very much for stopping by. I am glad to be podcasting again for any of you who out there who have listened to the first set of Turkey Crossing podcasts nearly two years ago. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit different, and hey, let me know if it's any better or any worse. The first set of Turkey Crossing Pass uh, podcasts were a little bit more of an eclectic, uh, me carrying around a microphone as I did my daily chores, whereas this podcast, I'm actually sitting in a chair with a real live microphone and mixing board in front of me. So sit back, enjoy, and if you have any comments, send them to turkeycrossing1 at gmail.com. This week, I had the chance to go somewhere I've never been before. The emergency room. I guess I can uh, say I've been pretty lucky in my life that I've never had to go to an emergency room. Uh, one of my relatives, uh, who's doing okay now, and since that's not the main part of the story, I'll skip the reasons why they ended up in there, uh, was in the emergency room for probably about four hours or so. And, you know, they're hooked up to all the wires and the tubes and everything else and hooked up to the monitor that does all of the uh, the blood pressure and the pulse and everything else. And there is, in the emergency room, you're kind of squeezed in together. We were in a section in which there was probably, I would say, about six or six to eight other patients all squeezed into this one little wing, you know, with just those curtains in between. And everybody's hooked up to the machines, and so everybody's beeping away. And at one point, the nurse came in about two hours into being there. So, you know, our minds are already spinning, and we've been absorbing so much information. And the nurse comes in and starts to basically give us a summary of everything that's going on, a summary of all the tests, and a summary of what's going to be coming up next. And the machine was just beeping and beeping and beeping and beeping and beeping and beeping. And so after a couple minutes, I asked the nurse, can you please turn the machine off? And I think that was, everybody was kind of thinking the same thing. How could this person be talking with this machine just beeping nonstop? How could we pay attention and actually listen and absorb this information? So the nurse walked over, turned the machine off, and he said that he didn't even realize it was beeping. He's so used to that background noise from all the different patients. Wherever he walks within the emergency room, he, he hears the beeping, and it just basically has become background noise in which no longer does he pay attention. It doesn't bother him. It doesn't, it's no longer an issue. And when the doctor came in about an hour and a half later and he started giving his summary, the same exact thing happened. You know, I had to actually stop him and say, you know, please stop the beeping. And so this way we can actually pay attention to you without this just beep, 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 beep going on in the background. And he didn't say the same thing the nurse did, but his face kind of relayed the same information. It was kind of a face in which it said, are you kidding me? I've got to turn off a sound so that you can pay attention. And it obviously was not bothering him at all. 
So I was driving home. I, of course, took that information and said, well, how the heck does this apply to my classroom? What, what, what's the beeping in my classroom? And I thought of, you know, just basically I, the next day I walked into my classroom. And here's what I'd like you to do. All right. Tomorrow or the next day, or if you're sitting in your classroom right now, the next time you walk into your classroom, I want you to stop right at your door. And I want you to view your classroom as if a student did. You know, where does your attention go to when you're standing at the door? Where does that energy flow? Try to go and walk and sit down in one of the student seats. Do you have to squiggle through this maze of, of desks? Or do you just kind of flow naturally and sit down? And then actually sit at one of the students' desks. I, I sat at one of my students' desks. And the way that my room is set up, I think it does naturally guide everybody's attention to the front of the room. The way that it's set up right now, we were, we were doing some presentations and uh, the groups were coming up to the front. So that's how it was set up. And I, I think for anyone walking into the room and sitting down, for any of the kids that were sitting there in class, it, the way that it is right now, it did guide everyone's attention to the front, to whatever group was presenting. But then I actually noticed something else. And again, I was sitting in the chair and whenever my daughter gives me some piece of art, I hang it up in front of the room. And I realized that the section of the room that I was hanging this stuff up in, there's stuff everywhere. You know, every time I walk in in the morning, she gives me something, pop, pop it back up. You know, she gives me one on Friday, I pop it up there. One on Tuesday, pop it up there. And amongst, you know, if I was trying to picture and watch these students give a presentation, my attention just kept kind of going to the right, to the section of the board in which all my daughter's artwork was kind of haphazardly hanging off of the board. And... I decided to, you know, kind of keep looking around the room and I realized that where, where my, when my kids come in in the morning, uh, they have to, you know, flip, basically flip a tab from one area to another to show that they're here. Uh, that was all done at the height of my face. <laughs> when I put it up there and I'm six foot tall and of course I put it at my face level, it was way above most people's heads. Even my fire accent sign was pasted, you know, I put it up above my head and even something as, as simple as that was kind of misplaced for where a kid's perspective was. And you know, I started looking around a little bit more and anything that was on a wall was everything was a foot to two feet above every single kid's head. Um, my desk was, was a, I was okay with my desk where I was. I think I put it in a pretty good spot. That's, I get credit for that one. But there was a lot of other little things. Um, my chalkboard, I have a smart board that actually sits on top of my chalkboard. And what I never noticed is that my chalkboard is where I write my little notes, you know, to myself and to the kids and to everything else. And my smart board is what I would normally use to present anything to the kids. And when I was sitting in that student's chair, looking to the front, again, what I noticed is that to the sides of the smart board, where the blackboard was, was just this ridiculous mess that I uh, sprinted up and cleaned up. And so you know, it's, it sounds like a very simple little thing. It sounds like a very simple little thing, but it, I think uh, the way that your room is set up is, is very important, and the way that energy and that, that everything flows is very important. And so, again, the next time you walk into your room, just stop. Freeze at the door and just see where your eyes automatically go. Then go and sit in a kid's chair. And where does your attention go? You know, where, 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 where do you end up focusing on in, in the room? And, you know, not that I'm necessarily a student-centered classroom, but 
the reality is that a couple times during the period, attention is up on up in the front of the room, whether it's on me or some other kid. And it has to be very easy for kids to pay attention to that person speaking. I also noticed, and I, I decided to shift where I was sitting to another chair. And I, again, this is I've been in this room for ever since September. And when I shifted and sat in another student's chair, I noticed this, there's a vent. There's, you know, we have a, some kind of exhaust system that the big old pipe that runs through near the ceiling of my room. And I realized that whatever student sat right underneath this vent, they'd have to fight with this sound, this blowing sound that was just continuously coming out of the vent. And, you know, I've always knew the sound was there. And I guess just like the beeping sound, I've just, I've totally become used to it. And because I don't sit underneath it, when I come in in the morning, my desk is not near it. If I'm in front of the classroom, my desk is not near it. If I'm helping a student, I'm walking, you know, back and forth, but just sitting there underneath that fan and it was going and going and going. I, that's the only thing I was able to, to pay attention to. And again, the kids that come into my room, they're there for just short blasts of time. Maybe over time, it just becomes background noise. But for that kid that does have a problem focusing, um, I'm going to make sure I don't stick them underneath the fan sound anymore. So here's what I want you to do. Tomorrow, today, stand in your classroom, look around, sit in your kid's chair, and I want you to figure out all of the things that are going beep, 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 beep and turn them off. All right? Hey, thanks for stopping by Turkey Crossing. I really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully you'll join me for episode number two. Goodbye. Goodbye.